practice run. Good morning. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord? All right. Aren't you glad to be awake, some of you? <laughs> you know, I know it's cold outside, but it's warm in here. You're surrounded by people who love you, and if you're not, move to a different section because we need to work on that one. I'm just thankful to be able to come in and, and worship the Lord this morning. I ask that you stand with me as we sing. He keeps me singing. And if you're not like my husband, he says he can't smile and sing at the same time. He probably can't chew gum and walk at the same time either. But if you can put a smile on your face between the words or somewhere, if he keeps you singing, let's see if your face can get the hint. past summer we sang that that hymn over here um, at the senior center at the McKissick Center and um, and there were there were some that were singing um, uh, Jesus um, fills my every longing in my heart and they would add that to it and I remember commenting some of y'all sang in choir when you was in church and um, but he does fill our every longing in our hearts and uh, we talked about that in our follow Jesus groups this morning you know, the disciples were turning away when they found out what it really cost to follow Jesus and the crowds, the multitudes of people. It was a hard saying for them, and they, they didn't understand it, and, and uh, that wasn't what they wanted, and so they walked away. They didn't follow Jesus anymore, and, and so Jesus turned to 
uh, his inner twelve, and, and he asked if they would also turn away. And, and Peter said, you know, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words to eternal life. Only Jesus satisfies. And I pray that he satisfies the longing of your soul this morning. And that's why we're here today, is to worship him this morning. And I pray that your soul will be blessed and you'll be satisfied indeed as we gather together to worship the Lord. And I pray that that song resonated with you this morning, how he satisfies our soul. And uh, God is so good. And I'm grateful we can gather together. And, and I want to welcome you here this morning, those of you especially that are visiting with us. If you received a bulletin, attached to our bulletin is a visitor's card. And uh, we would be honored if you take a few moments and fill out that information. We'd love to uh, get to know you better. And, and also, if, if anyone has any prayer requests, uh, if you'll just... Uh, fill out that prayer request uh, section on the back side of our visitor's card. Uh, even if, it, if you just put unspoken, God knows the need, and we'd love to pray with you about that. And it's just so good to see you this morning. And, and then when the offering plate is passed, if you'll just drop that visitor's card and prayer request card in the offering plate, and, and then we can receive it. And um, I'm just so thankful for God's um, many blessings. God is so good. And, and um, I see Zach and Madison sitting back there. And and uh, they got some exciting news, and many of you probably know that, but uh, they're going to be having twins. And um, so we praise the Lord and give God praise, and, and uh, so thankful for, uh, for God's many blessings. And so uh, we rejoice with, with y'all and, and, uh, and Pam and Chris, and I know there's going to be some spoiled grandbabies, um, no doubt. But, uh, but we love y'all and excited uh, for y'all. And also we have baby dedication coming up, and uh, we, we rejoice in that, looking forward to uh, uh, the Nation family and, and, um, and also uh, Blair and... And, uh, and Reed are going to participate. And uh, so we just, we're grateful for God's many blessings. Thank the Lord for life. And we'll be celebrating uh, that on the 13th and having a baby dedication. And so uh, we rejoice. Looking forward to that on the 13th. Also, on the 13th is our super chili cook-off. And uh, we'll begin right here in the sanctuary at 5 o'clock for a time of praise and, and worship. And then we'll, we'll be headed downstairs to the fellowship hall. And, and uh, there's a sign-up sheet at the Welcome Center. And I encourage you to sign up. Uh, there's about four or so right now that signed up, but um, there will be some, uh, some gift cards to top finishers, and, um, and we're going to enjoy a good time of, of fellowship together on our silly, uh, silly, silly cook-off. I guess it will be silly, but our chili cook-off, and um, so I, I remind you about that. hope that uh, you, you got a, a signature pot of chili that you'd like to bring. You go ahead and sign up, and, uh, and we'll be voting as we enjoy that. It'll be a good time of fellowship. Bring a friend, and uh, we're excited about that on the 13th. And then on uh, the 20th, um, Andy Bowman and his wife Kim are going to be with us to provide some special music during the morning service. And then in the evening service, uh, we'll have a concert. And uh, excited to have them join us. And um, so just want to remind you about that. And um, also remember that we uh, will be having a couple's steak dinner on March the 19th. And uh, that'll be here before we know it. And uh, there's also a sign-up sheet that's at the Welcome Center. I hope husbands and wives that you'll sign up and join us and a uh, good friend of mine, good pastor friend, Jeremy Merck, pastor at Norris First Baptist, will be coming and uh, will be sharing with us. He and his wife, Stephanie, will be glad to have them join us. It's going to be a great night, a great evening, steak dinner together for our couples, and and uh, be a great time together. So I just want to remind you uh, that that's coming up as well. Um, also, um, please please note that uh, EJ and Molly Washington are our shut-in of the week, and we want to remember them, as well as all of our shut-ins this morning as we pray. And perhaps you might would... You get an opportunity to, to send them a card. The information is in the bulletin, and uh, I know that that will, uh, that, that will be uh, something they'll really appreciate and uh, let them know that we love them and that we care for them. Let's uh, 
go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Let's remember those several that are recovering from sickness. It's good to see some of you uh, that back that has, has battled uh, quarantines and things like that. We're grateful to be back together again. We just pray for God's uh, merciful hand and um, that God will keep our church family safe and continue to pray for Gene Watson as well. And uh, Patsy Morris, want to remember them this morning. And um, also Betsy Goddard. Just remember Betsy as we pray this morning. Been missing Bessie, Betsy uh, the last uh, few weeks. And, and uh, we'll be checking on her. But uh, let's remember um, all these requests this morning. I'm so glad you're here. And, and uh, let's join our hearts together. And I invite those who would to come and join us this morning. Whatever burdens you may have on your heart. And you just want to come and, and, uh, and, and pray this morning with us. I encourage you to come. Let's gather around the altar this morning. We call on the Lord in prayer. <clears throat> oh Lord, you are the, the great and the powerful one with glory and splendor and majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth belongs to you, the great creator. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom, and you are exalted as head over all. And so we worship you this morning. There's none like you, none beside you. We just praise your holy name today, Lord. We know that you are supreme and mighty and true and living. And Lord, you don't need us, but I thank you through your grace and love, God, that you made a way that we might know you on a very personal way. We have a friend in Jesus, and we're grateful for that today. And so, Lord, we call on your name. Thank you that we can pray and we can look to you. And, and so we do that right now, God. We ask for your help. We pray for your healing. Many, Lord, that have been sick and those that are not with us today battling sickness, God, I pray for your healing touch. I pray for your mercy, dear Lord. God, I continue to pray, Lord Jesus, that you'll be with the Evelyn Beeson family. What a sweet service we had this week. We just pray for her and for her family, Lord, and we ask God that you will continue to help them and be with them, dear Jesus. And we just thank you for the hope that we have in you. Thank you there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun by faith in Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the, for the victory that we have in you. And so, Lord, I pray you'll encourage us today. Lord, you know the many needs, those that are hurting and in need of your touch. We call on your name, God, and ask God that you will help them. Thank you that you are faithful and you're able. God, I pray for Miss Jean Watson, especially today, God, that you'll help her and be with her. And Lord, I just ask today, God, that we'll hear from you. We'll meet with you this morning. God, that we'll look to you and trust in you today. We'll draw ever closer to you. And we'll give you praise and glory, Lord Jesus, for all that you do in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. While those are making their way back to their seat, let's stand together and fellowship together. Tell somebody that you love them and you're glad to see them this morning.
hymnals this will be our offertory Psalm 18, and uh, I want to preach to you a message this morning entitled, There's No Help 
like God's help. And all God's people said, Amen. So thankful for the help of the Lord. Uh, we can't find uh, this help in this world. We can't find it in man. We can't find it in uh, material things or, or wealth or, or any of Some of those things are good, uh, but it can't compare to God. God is holy and righteous and true and living. Uh, he's the great uh, creator. He's, he's self-sufficient, doesn't need anything uh, to exist. And um, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's supreme. There's none like him. He's, he's made us for himself. So uh, there's no help like God's help. And I want to want us to see that today. Of course, um, here in Psalm 18, um, David experienced a help from the Lord. And so as a result of that, he's going to praise and worship God. And I pray that, uh, that this would, uh, would be a blessing to us today. And my question is, as we begin this morning is, who do you turn to during times of trouble and times of difficulty? Uh, David found himself in uh, times of, of trouble and difficulty. It's great to have true friends. You know, David even had a, a cousin that was there with him at one point. Uh, King Saul was, was chasing David, and, and, uh, and, and they had the opportunity. They found Saul asleep in a cave, and, and, um, and David's cousin said, Let me, it'll just take one blow, and I'll go ahead and do an end to this. And surely God has, has put this together uh, just for this very reason. And so David had some, those, some people that were close to him. But David was more in tune with God. And I'm grateful for true friends. And I'm, I'm grateful to have those that can be trusted. And those that, that you can turn to. And, and uh, friends like that are really rare. If you've got a genuine true friend like that. And they really are a blessing from the Lord. And God uses friends uh, like that. But what I want to encourage you with this morning is that there's no friend like the Lord. Who else can we turn to that can compare to turning to the Lord? Every time we turn to the Lord, He will do for us what no one else can do. And uh, we can always trust the Lord because He's great. He's sovereign. And I, I'm grateful that He's also our Savior. And He's available to us. And so, you know, David was in trouble and he was in need of, of God's help. Uh, there was Saul trying to kill him and he was fleeing from, from Saul who was so jealous. You know, jealous is like a cancer. You have jealousy in your heart. Oh, it just eats away and it just takes, it just sucks the life out of you. Uh, don't allow jealousy to do that like it did to Saul. And he was jealous of David, was in such a rage and was after David to kill him. And David needed the help of God. And David experienced the help of God. The Lord delivered David. And so David, as a result, sang this song in praise and in worship to the Lord, his sovereign Savior. So this morning, let's focus on four things that we must do because there really is no help like the Lord. And so um, let's begin this morning, first of all, in verses uh, 1 through 3. I want us to see that we must acknowledge the Lord's help. Acknowledge the Lord's help. That's what David did here. As David reflected on how the Lord helped him, uh, there's, there's no boasting or bragging of himself. David David's not talking about how strong he was, and David's not talking about how, how great and how wise he was. David's not bragging on himself, but notice David's acknowledgement. David is acknowledging God's help, and we see that here in verses 1 through 3. So follow along as we begin here in Psalm 18. David is declaring, 
I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. What you find in those three verses as we begin this morning is David acknowledging the Lord's help. David's not boasting and bragging, but he's acknowledging the help that he got from the Lord. And I pray that we would do the same as God helps us, that we would acknowledge the Lord. Let's pray this morning and ask God to help us today and and let God speak to us today and have His way. Our Heavenly Father, we come before You in Jesus' name. And Lord, I'm so thankful that I can declare Your true, powerful Word this morning. And just as David experienced help from his sovereign Savior, Lord, we can experience that same help today. And I pray that we would even declare and praise You today like David did as we acknowledge the help that that comes from You. And Lord, we can limit that help, though, if we don't turn to You and trust You like we should. So Lord, I pray You'll help us today. And God, that by the end of this service, Lord, that we will acknowledge how great You are and we'll acknowledge the help that we can receive from you. Have your way and will today, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we all want to be strong. We all want to be successful. But what we need to understand this morning is true strength and true success comes by trusting the Lord. I can't find it in myself. I mean, I I might have some successes by my own strength, but it doesn't last. And it certainly can't compare to the help and strength from the Lord. So this morning, maybe there's some here today and and you can identify with David as David is needing help. David is in trouble and he's needing God to come through. Maybe that's where some of us are this morning. We're needing help from the Lord. Well, David experienced that God's strength gave him the success and the victory that he needed. And his strength will give us this morning that same help and victory that we need if we'll trust and we'll turn to Him. You know, desiring our own strength and success is a trap because sooner or later, we're going to fall. We'll fall so short. And we'll realize that we're limited. We'll realize that we can't. But praise God this morning, God can. God is able. With God, all things are possible. You say, Pastor Mark, you don't know what my troubles are. You don't know what I'm going through. No, I don't, but I know that God is able, and I know that all things are possible to those who believe. Do you believe this morning? Do you know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Then you have a help available. The same God that saved you is the same God that will help you each and every day as we look to Him. David knew there's no help like God's help. And I mean, notice this here in these three verses. David talks about his love for the Lord. Because God was his strength. Is God your strength this morning? Are you relying on the strength of God? Because my strength, your strength, man's strength is limited and it'll wear out. It won't last. But God's strength makes the difference. God is able. The same God that just spoke this universe into existence. That same God that created you and made you is available to you this morning. And he desires to help us. But we've got to trust and we've got to turn to Him. And David, David acknowledged God's strength. And David goes on to talk about how the Lord is His rock 
his fortress and his deliverer. What a wonderful help that we find available in the Lord. He's our rock. He's our fortress and deliverer. Listen, if, you're, if, if you would say that your rock is found in some person, then you're gonna, your heart's going to be broken sooner or later. Uh, we just fall short. We're not, uh, we're not perfect. But God is perfect and God is able. So who is your rock this morning? Who is your fortress and deliverer? Who is it that you run to when you're in trouble and you're in need? I pray that it's the Lord because there's no help like God's help. David says, the Lord is my rock. And, and as long as God is our rock, that's a sure, solid foundation that's going to stand the test of time. No matter what storms come our way, that's a foundation that we can, can, uh, can build on and, and that'll make the difference. And David knew about that. David knew that God was his help and David was his, uh, that God was his rock and, David, and God was his deliverer. David talked about God's strength. But notice this also in the latter part or the middle part of verse 2. Whom I will trust. See, that's very key right there. It's great to talk about God's strength, about God being your rock and God being your fortress and God being your deliverer. But if you don't put your trust in Him, then you forfeit any help that God can give you. That's what it boils down to is trust. Do you trust the Lord? Oh, I'm reminded of what the wise man Solomon said in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's what David did. He trusted in God with all his heart. And then lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him. And He will make your path straight. He will guide you. Yes, He will. God will. Trust Him. Don't lean on your own understanding and your own strength. We can't trust our feelings and our emotions, our thoughts. But we sure can trust the Lord. And so David talks about God being his strength and God being his help and God being his, his, his deliverer. God being his rock and fortress. But David says, whom I trust. Can you say that this morning? Is God your trust? I mean, you think about, think about what you face each and every day. Think about some, in, some important decisions that you need to make. Think about, think about the schedule that you live each and every day. Can you say that your trust is in the Lord? Because there's times of trouble. There's times of sorrow, just like David faced. But I pray that we'll acknowledge the Lord's help, that we'll look to God, and we will say like David, whom I will trust. But notice also, uh, continuing into the latter part of verse 2, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I mean, I, I see here where David is talking about a stronghold. David is talking about salvation and a shield and a deliverer and a rock and a fortress and a strength and his love for the, for the Lord. I, I see that here. And, and as, as David is acknowledging the help that he had received, he's, he's acknowledging that it's God's help, that God came through and that God was the difference. So verse 3 then, David says, I will call upon the Lord. Call on Him. We're, we'll look at that here uh, more in, in just a moment. David trusted God, and he called on the Lord. Because God is what? What does it say? Worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemy. David experienced help from God. David was, was running. David was in danger. David was facing troubles and, and was needing the help of God. And as David is looking back and reflecting on what God did, David is bragging on the Lord. Remember, this is a song. David is singing this song. He says, God is worthy to be praised. God makes the difference. 
trust in him and I pray that that would be for each and every one of us here this morning whatever we're facing whatever it is at work at home family health related finance related or all those uh, combined I pray that whatever it is that this morning that we will make sure that we'll acknowledge God's help and we'll trust God and know that he is a strength like nothing else let's look to him and trust him that's what David did and he experienced victory and he experienced God's protective hand he experienced deliverance he experienced salvation and victory so David is acknowledging that David is praising God and worshiping God but not only should we acknowledge the Lord's help we should also share our troubles look with this look with me here in verse 4 the pangs of death surround me and the floods of ungodliness made me afraid the sorrows of Sheol are talking about hell surrounded me the snares of death confronted me you see David didn't forget you know what I'm talking about miles David didn't forget he didn't forget his sorrows and what he was focusing on and and dealing with David David didn't didn't ignore it David shared his troubles in honesty because he knew how real his troubles were David says these that death surrounded me and that was the case uh, Saul was chasing him and was out to kill him and David remembered that death surrounds me the floods of ungodliness have made me what is that look, look at verse verse 4 go back to verse 4 look at this ungodliness made me what afraid you know what it's like to be afraid and have fear man I think these last two years we've all dealt with fear haven't we we've, we've been afraid so we need to share our troubles tell it to God and that's what Dave, David didn't forget what he was dealing with and, and the sorrows that he said it was like in verse 5 it was like hell surrounding me the snares of death confronted me David said David shared his troubles in honesty because he knew that his troubles were real he never forgot he's looking back on it now after coming through after God delivered him but David is sharing in that not forgetting where God brought him from David could have ignored his troubles and said ah not that bad I'll get through it David could have said you know what I I've, I've uh, I took out Goliath and um, when I was a little boy so I, I think I can handle some things you know I'm pretty good and, and a lot of times we we struggle that with that don't we we think we're somebody we think we've got it we think we can handle it but David didn't do that David shared his troubles and the reality of what he was facing he realized his troubles and the difference for him was that he also realized that there's no help like God's help you know you're here this morning and you, you say pastor Mark this is preacher talk this all sounds good but you don't know what I'm facing no, and I, I really can't identify with what David was facing either. But David trusted God and experienced the hand of God, the help from the Lord. And the same God that David trusted in is the same God that you and I believe in and that we can trust in and we can experience the help of God. He could have also realized his troubles and, and worried and wondered how to get through it. Trusted in himself and never relied on the Lord. And he could have walked around wringing his hands, what am I going to do? And but, but here I, I see where David acknowledged the Lord and he worshiped God 
And he trusted. I don't know how many times he prayed, but I believe he prayed and he relied on the Lord. He could have, he could have realized how bad his troubles were and just got overwhelmed. We know that he was fearful. He says that uh, in, in, verse, in verse 4. It made him afraid, all that he was facing. But he shared in the reality. He didn't ignore what he was facing. And the reality is, it may be true that nobody knows what you're going through but you. But God knows. You may say, well, I've got some real troubles in my life. Yeah, but what I'm trying to tell you is we've got a real God. And He's able. He's faithful. And He longs to help if we'll just rely and trust in Him. David realized that his troubles were troubles that he needed to take to the Lord. Let the realization of your troubles lead you to trust the only one who can truly do anything about it. God can do more in one prayer than we can do in a whole lifetime of, of striving and trying to do it on our own. David experienced real help because he shared in his troubles. But notice also what David did in verse 6. You know, as he's dealing with what he's facing and sharing in his troubles and, and as David has acknowledged the Lord's help what did that leave David to do in verse 6 it led David to cry out to God and you and I if we'll trust the Lord like David did eventually we're going to cry out to God matter of fact I want you to know that the reason David experienced God's help is because he cried out to God he turned to the Lord and he prayed and it's my prayer that each of us will deal with our troubles like David did and that it'll lead us to cry out to God. I'm talking about prayer. Looking to God. Sharing your heart with God. Just laying it out there and saying, Lord, here it is. Like Hezekiah when he got the bad news about the enemies were surrounding them. What did he do? He just he laid out the bad news and the report. He just laid it all out there and said, here it is, God. Maybe this morning the best thing we can do with our troubles is to just lay it out there. Perhaps on this altar this morning, just lay it out there and say, Lord, here it is. God, I'm not informing you about it. You already know about it. But I'm crying out to you because I can't. Maybe you've been trying for so long and you're, you're tired of struggling and, and tired of defeat. Well, this morning, let's cry out to God and let's be set free today as we put it in the hands of the only one who is capable and the only one who is truly able to give us the help that we need. Notice this in verse 6. Notice what, I love this. Oh, I pray that we might copy this verse down and put it on our mirrors at home as we get ready we can as a constant reminder or maybe we can put it in our car put a post-it note in our cars that we can constantly be reminded about it put it somewhere where we can remember this and the need to cry out for God like David did look at this in verse 6 in my distress I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God he heard my voice from his temple and my cry came before him even to his ear does verse 6 resonate with you as you've cried out to God before? Have you ever done that? You've been overwhelmed? You've had some difficulties and sorrows in your life? Have you ever, you ever been there? I'm sure you have. Many of you have. I know that many of you have. You've, you've been there. But does this resonate with you as David says, I cried out to God? Have you cried out to God before? Remember that David is reflecting back after the Lord helped him. And he knew 
the Lord had heard him, and he knew that the Lord had helped him. David remembered, and he cried out to God. What about you this morning? Have you ever cried out to God in your sorrows? That makes all the difference in the world. That can be the, that, that's the best thing we can do, is to cry out to God. When we pray and God answers, don't forget to praise the Lord. That's what David is doing here. David says, in my sorrow, yeah, he's my rock and he's my fortress. He's my deliverer. And I, I was surrounded by death and surrounded by hell and, and, and all of this. My distress, though, I cried out to God and he heard my cry. And David remembered that God heard. He looked back on it. He didn't take credit for it himself. He didn't strut around and say, I'm somebody. Look what I did. No, he remembered where he came from. And he shared in his, his uh, sorrows and difficulty, but he cried out to God. David said, that's the difference. I cried out to God, and God heard my cry. When we pray and it seems like the Lord is not listening, let me just encourage you to just keep praying. Just keep on believing. God answers prayer. Now, his answer may be wait. His answer might even be no. Or his answer may be yes. But God knows best. Let's just keep trusting the Lord. And He will always give His grace and strength to help us in our time of need, the Bible says. There's grace. There's, it's available. That's what happens when we cry out to God. It may not change our circumstance, but it'll change our perspective. And we'll know whether God changes it or not. It's going to be okay because we've heard from God. And He's heard my cry. I, I pray that, you know, that, that we'll, we'll also understand it's very possible that if it seems like God doesn't hear... In Psalm 66 and verse 18, the psalmist declared, If I regard iniquity in my heart, then the Lord will not hear. That's straight from the Word of God. It may just be that, that before I, I cry out to God, I might need to get right with God. In other words, I, not, I need to just have a good old time of confession. You know, they say confession's good for the soul. You better believe it is. Because it helps us to get back in tune with God. And... We're reminded here, and it may be that God doesn't hear because we need to confess some things and we need to ask God to forgive us. But, but the first step is confession and repentance, which is a powerful step that we don't need to overlook because we need the Lord's help. And unconfessed sin will hinder God's help since God won't hear. So that's always a possibility. Or it might just be that God is, is, uh, is testing our faith. And He wants us to continue to pray. Let's just keep praying. And let's just keep believing. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard a Christian say, I just kept praying about something and I regretted that. No, but I've, I've heard myself, my own experience, is that I didn't pray like I should. And I did regret it. You know what I'm talking about? Times that I didn't pray. I didn't cry out to God like I should. Cry out to Jesus this morning. That's the best thing that we can do today is cry out to Him. Cry out to God, especially in our troubles. Trust Him. Keep praying. I'm sure David prayed more than once. I'm sure David desired to be close to the Lord by faith and obedience and worship. And David prayed and David knew that God had heard. The Lord had helped. And the reality is that same help's available to us today like it was to David. Let's cry out to God. It's great, once again, it's great to call a friend and pour our hearts out to our friends. I've got a prayer partner like that, good friend of mine, Steve Pilgrim. So thankful for him. 
I'm grateful for his friendship. I'm grateful that there's times that I can call and I know he'll always be there. You've you got friends like that, I pray. If not, I pray God will give you some friends like that. Those, again, those friends are rare. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. But Steve's not God. Steve didn't make me. Steve certainly didn't die for me. And, and your best friend didn't die for you. Your best friend, you know, is not perfect. But God is. God knows. And let's keep praying. Let's keep crying out to God. David cried out to the Lord and resulted in victory and help from God. And it led to his declaration about God's greatness. And that's what we find here in these last verses, in verses 7 through 15, is that we also need to declare God's greatness. You know, I pray this morning, during invitation time, somebody might walk down here and say, I want to share with the church about how great God is. Let me tell you what God did. I dealt with cancer, or I dealt with, with a, a situation with my family, or I dealt with a situation at work, and, and whatever it is. And, and, and I pray somebody will just testify and just talk about the greatness of God. God made the difference. I called on the Lord, and He made the difference. He heard my prayer, and God made the difference. I pray that we'll talk about it. We'll share the difference that God makes as we cry out to Him and trust in Him and talk about His greatness. Oh, how I pray this morning we can get to verses 7 through 15 in our lives. You see, David couldn't have verses 7 through 15 until he had verse 6 where he cried out to God. Or, or until uh, in back in verse 2 where he says, My God and my strength in whom I trust. We, we can't have declarations of God's greatness if we're not trusting in Him. We're not crying out to Him and not giving Him our lives and our situations in faith and letting God have His way. But oh, when we do, when we trust God and cry out to Him and turn to Him in prayer, then we can declare God's greatness. Notice this here. I love this in verse 7. As David declares the greatness of the very God that he turned to and found help from. Notice this. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. And he rode upon the cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His canopy around him was uh, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed with hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered the foe, lightnings in abundance. He vanquished them. Then the channels of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were uh, uncovered. And your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. What a mighty God. David is declaring the greatness of God and how powerful God is. And when I, when I read this passage of Scripture about God's greatness, I, I mean how... Uh, brightness before him thick clouds passed and hailstones of coal and fire the lord thundered from heaven what a mighty god you ever had a good thunderstorm i mean we're we're here we are in winter time i'd love to have some thunder snow man just one time good heavy snow and all of a sudden you got thunder thunder uh, snow going along with it 
But I'm talking about those, those, uh, those bad storms usually in the springtime. They come through and all oh, the, the cold and warm air collide. The, the worst one seems to be when the cold air from the mountains come down and collide with the warm, uh, the hot, uh, moist air here in the upstate. And, and they just come down from the mountains and it rumbles and, and the thunder and the, the lightning. That right there is a picture of power and greatness. But that's, that's what we're talking about. The God, the creator of all of that. And of course, Job, is, as he is dialoguing with God, Job who lost it all, is questioning God. God asked Job if he could direct the lightning bolts and tell him where to go. That's the God we're talking about. Why would we not rely on God? Why would we not cry out to God? His power is limitless. He's righteous. He's pure. He's holy. He's great, supreme, and mighty. There's none like Him. And as I read this passage of Scripture, but we must know that the same Lord who David trusted in, the same Lord that David is declaring His greatness here and experienced His help from is the same Lord that you and I rely on and trust in as well. Why wouldn't we? We think about how great our God is. Why would we hesitate to call on Him and to cry out to Him and to trust Him this morning? There's no help like God's help. Maybe you've wrestled with something and you've thrived and, and you're just worn out. It sucked the life out of you. And you're miserable this morning. God can do it. God is able. Let Him help you this morning. Come, Maybe there's, there's something that you've been so anxious about. And, and you have fear. You've been living in fear. And you need, to, you need victory this morning. You're tired of it. You've been overwhelmed about a situation for so long. Just release it to God. Stop striving and stop fighting. And just say, Lord, here it is. I cry out to you. And I need you this morning. What troubles are you dealing with right now this morning? I want to encourage you that there's no help like God's help. But God won't help if we try to do it ourselves. God won't help if we won't cry out to Him. If we won't trust Him like we should. So I encourage you this morning. Let's trust God. Trust Him this morning. Let's cry out to Him. Heavenly Father, Oh Lord, we come before You in Jesus' name. The name above every name. And Lord, as David declared Your greatness... How powerful you are here in this psalm. I pray this morning that we too would experience your greatness in a very personal way as we cry out to you. Whatever troubles are on our hearts, whatever's weighing heavy on us this morning, whatever it might be, God, I pray that we'll lay it all out there. We'll just say, God, here it is. We'll cry out to you and rely on you this morning to trust you and let you have your way. And then, Lord, that we could declare your greatness about how you heard our prayer, about how you delivered us and how you gave us your strength and that made the difference. There's no help like your help. And I pray that every person here this morning, here in this sanctuary and every person watching online, whatever struggles, whatever difficulties we face, may we all give them to you this morning and experience your help so that we might declare your greatness. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stand together as Donna leads us this morning. You come. Lay it out here before the altar. Cry out to God and experience His help this morning.
Thank you so much. Um, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And uh, Donna, this battery is dead in here. Can you get me another? Um, I'm going to let Brian come and, and share with us. He said he has something he wants to share with you this morning. So I'm going to ask you to, to have a seat and, and, uh, and let Brian, as he's following the Lord's lead this morning. Uh, that one's dead too. Orange or green, I think. I know those work because I used them Wednesday night. <laughs> There we go. We got a green light. Praise the Lord. As the Holy Spirit laid on my heart, as Mark was talking about, if we had something that God had done for us, and I just wanted to share this with you. I, we, me and my wife, we moved down here in the senior village about when they've got it built. And um, anytime I get an opportunity uh, to brag on what the Lord's done for me I, I take that opportunity and you gave me that opportunity brother and I thank you for that um, 32 years ago uh, I had been fighting cancer I, I was diagnosed with non-Hoskin lymphoma when I was 22 years old uh, I fought that cancer for 10 years taking 6 month periods of chemo and then taking radiation uh, went into remission and each time that it came back it came back quicker uh, the last time it came back uh, it was in my bone marrow uh, they sent me to Vanderbilt University I went down to Vanderbilt and uh, had a bone marrow transplant this is almost uh, 32 years ago uh, the Lord has blessed me beyond I've had 27 surgeries uh, right now as you was talking about the fear um, even though the Lord's brought me through all this uh, that I've been through with the cancer, I still have fear because now I'm facing more surgeries. I've got, uh, the, they gave me a bunch of steroids when I had the transplant, and I've had both hips replaced, both knees replaced. Now I'm facing two shoulder replacements and a right foot replacement. Uh, I know that God's in control. I know that He's. He's still in the healing business. I know that he's, he's, he's my redeemer. I know he saved me. I know that he's he took care of me through all this. But I still desire your prayers. Um, I have a lot of health issues that came because of the transplant. Uh, I have severe diabetes. I take, I don't know if anybody knows what U500 is, but I take 95 units of U500 four times a day for diabetes. And still, it's out of control. Um, and it's, it's doing things to me that only the Lord knows what's going on. But that's I know. I know that the Lord has, is keeping me here. He's the one that's taking If you're here, that's, I want to share that just to say this. No matter what Pastor just said, no matter what you're going through, no matter what it is, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, He's still in control. And He will ease these fears that we're, we're going through. If you're not going through one, it's soon coming. And you'll be just, just have to rely on Him. Trust Him. He will make it. He'll, he'll bring you through it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Brian, for, for sharing that. And um, I, just, I just encourage you. Brian has asked us to, uh, to pray for him as he continues... Uh, you know, facing these these various health uh, things that he's been battling and dealing with, uh, 32 years, 
and, and God is faithful. And I know that there are those here this morning and, and, uh, and you're battling health issues as well. And, and I'm grateful for the help of God. And I find great comfort in the fact that, you know, when we pray, we're, we're not doing it to inform God. You know, God doesn't say, who are you? Uh, let me think. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it. No, that's, that's not our God. He knows. And he's faithful. We've got to cry out to him and turn to him. Thank you for that wonderful word this morning, Brian. And, and I'm praying for uh, Virginia as well. And, and uh, they, as, as he said, they live uh, across the street down here in the senior village. And, um, and I love it when I, when I deliver Meals on Wheels and see you and your wife sitting outside enjoying the sunshine and, and uh, in our conversations. And, and uh, just love the prayer support. And that's what we need. You know, that's what church ought to be about. Come together, pray together, support each other. And, um, you know, maybe this morning there's some of you going through some things and, and only you and God know about it. Well, let's pray for each other. Let's help each other. And it's my prayer. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, the God of all comfort. And the comfort that we've received from God, we share that comfort with others, uh, just as Brian just did. And we need to talk about that and talk about the help of God and, and relying on God and seeing the difference that God can make and bragging on the Lord and, and His greatness. So, um, so let's close with prayer this morning. And um, I pray that God would bless and that God would help us and that we would cry out to God. And uh, thank you so much uh, for being here this morning. And I pray that all of us has received some help from the Lord because there's no help like God's help. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before you and I thank you and I praise you. Lord, you are great and mighty and you are the great physician. And yes, Lord, you are able to do miracles even. You are able to heal and touch and so we pray for that Lord for those that are hurting I pray for Miss Jean Watson right now Lord I ask God that you'll help her comfort her Lord as she is recovering from this stroke that she's had and, and um, Lord I've, I've heard good news Lord uh, from, uh, from, from Chrissy Arnett Lord we've been praying for one of, one of her family members and I'm grateful for that and, and, I, and I know Miss Judy King has gotten some good news Lord and as she has, has had treatments and has battled uh, cancer as well and we just thank you for that Lord there's no help like your help and I thank you that we can cry out to you and know that you're able so Lord I pray right now for that one that's in difficulty and going through sorrows Lord I pray that they indeed would lay it out before you and cry out to you and let you be their strength God that they could rejoice and praise you like David did and talk about how great you are I pray that we'll do that Lord and I thank you again Lord I just pray that you'll be with us, Lord, and help us, Lord, to trust you and rely on you because you are great and you are good. Lord, I pray you'll bring us back tonight, and we just look forward to being back together in Jesus' name and all God's people said. Amen. Take some time and fellowship together. Tell somebody you're glad to see them today.